Well, hey, everybody. My name is Sherry Crandall, and I am the Vice President of Global Ministries and Leadership Experience for MOPS International. And today, I have a very special guest with us, Dr. Craig Smith, who is the lead pastor of Mission Hills Church in Denver, Colorado. So welcome to the podcast. How are you? Hi, Sherry. I'm, I'm doing really well. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you. I wanted to talk to you because MOPS at Mission Hills has a really long history and you have a lot of groups right now. I'm told you have about four groups that reaches over 250 women. So that is an incredible uh, ministry within your church. And I just wanted to talk about the positive impact that MOPS has had at Mission Hills. Absolutely. Love to. So I'd like to ask you a couple of questions. How do you see MOPS impacting the young moms and families within your congregation? I think one of the things that MOPS does for the young women in our congregation is it gives them a little bit of confidence that they can do this whole mom thing. I mean, let's face it. Parenting is a scary thing. I, I remember taking my daughters home and both times I had this thought, taking them home from the hospital, like the car came with a better instruction manual than the kids in the car. You know, how, how do you yes. do this? Just, and, and you realize at one point, like suddenly I'm, I'm sort of in charge of this, this actual human being or as believers, somebody who's made in the, in the image of God, they're, they're going to be around for eternity one way or another. And, and I'm in charge of them. Right. And obviously the Bible talks a lot about the, the privilege and the responsibility that comes from raising kids, but it's an intimidating thing. And I think one of the things that MOPS does is in addition to practical training about how to, to raise kids in, in a godly way, in a way that honors God, it also gives them the opportunity to connect with other moms who are going through the same struggles. You know, I, we always say something like, you know, misery loves company. And I, I don't actually think that's true, except in one case, which is when I realize that the reason I'm miserable is the same reason you're miserable. And it's not my fault because you're, you know, you're having the same thing, right? And right. it's really nice to know, oh, yeah, this is a miserable experience on some level, but it's not because I've done it wrong. It's just because this is hard. And I think that's an incredibly powerful thing. But then there's also the opportunity to see moms that are they're killing it as being moms and to learn from them, as well as commiserate with, you know, everybody who's, who's going through similar kind of struggles. So there's a community aspect that I think is just so, so important. You know, we say it takes a village to raise a child, but there aren't a lot of villages anymore. You know, and I think MOPS is one of those villages that enables women to to raise kids in in a really healthy community. Yes, I do too. I'm a huge fan as I was invited to MOPS when my second child was a newborn. And I always said it just really, it saved me. I I got to connect with other moms. Um, Same thing. Like I found out my three-year-old wasn't the only one throwing a temper Mm -hmm. tantrum at Target. And I think mothering is this universal language. And so it is a beautiful community aspect that we bring into the church. And so um, I'm glad that you've seen that. How about outside, like in the local community in Denver, how do you see that your MOPS group has had an impact in the local community? Yeah, I think honestly, for some of the exactly the same reasons, because, you know, mothering transcends the, the religious boundaries, right? And so I, I think you find moms in a community are dealing with all the same questions, whether they're followers of Jesus or not, they're asking the same questions. They deeply want to raise their kids in healthy ways and, and you know, produce productive adults. So I think, you know, moms, uh, mothers of preschoolers, it, it, it kind of transcends some of those boundaries because it, the women in the community go, well, you know, here, here's, a, here's something that in the church that's happening that can actually help me do something I'm really interested in. Um, and it, I think it makes the church look like we're for them 
Mm, so, so you know, I, it, honestly, it's, it's, it's helping to raise better kids and, and create healthier families. And that, that's a good thing, whether they know Jesus or not, that's a good thing for the church to be doing. And, and they're grateful for it. You know, we, we see an awful lot of women who, who come to mops because they want to figure out how to, how do I be a better mom? How do they're, they're looking for friendships in the context of, of motherhood and uh, mops provides that. And they're, they're willing to seek those, even if they're not necessarily followers of Jesus yet. And so they often find not only, you know, the help and support that they were looking for, but they find a relationship with Jesus, which goes so much farther beyond that. It's such an open door. I've always said to the mom who might not want to come to church on Sunday for whatever reason, maybe she wasn't familiar with it growing up, or maybe she's been hurt by her experience in the church. And all of a sudden this mothering opportunity where she knows she needs connection, she's feeling lonely. And someone says, Hey, will you come to mops? And it's at mission Hills church. And she might think, Oh, I don't know about church, but then they, she comes in, she sees that people are like normal, that she can have coffee, that she can be loved on. And I've just found it to be such a great stepping stone to that next level of your faith. Absolutely. And, you know, sure. I think one of the struggles that the church has had over the years, and I think something we're going to have to figure out, we're going to lean into it and figure it out better going forward is I think sometimes what we've sort of communicated to the community outside of us is we really want you to come to our church. And and we know that that's because we're for them. It's not that we're looking for bigger churches or better attendance. We want them to come to our church because we want them to meet Jesus. We want them to learn how to follow Jesus. We want them to begin to, to live life on mission with Jesus and find meaning and significance. We really are about them. We really are for them. That's what we're looking to do. But I don't know that we always do a great job communicating that. And, and some of the outreach things we do, I think, basically communicate, yeah, we want you to come come to our church. And, and MOPS is an incredibly clear way of saying, hey, we are for you. You know, we're not even inviting you to come to the church service. That, that becomes a natural thing as part of relationships. But we're, we're producing this thing, which is for you. It's to help you. And, and I love that. I just think as, as a church, we're going to have to figure out how do we communicate that we're for the community and not just for our own church growth. And I think MOPS just does that very naturally. So would you say that MOPS is a great outreach strategy for a pastor to, to look into? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because what we need, if we're going to reach out, is we need easy on-ramps. Yes. We, we, you know, because let's face it, we, don't, we live in a post-Christian culture. Um, you know, we're, we're in South Denver, and I, we figure here somewhere between 85 and 93% of the community is unengaged in a Bible-teaching church it's not normal here. Okay. It's not just what people do. And so church is weird. So even coming into a church service for the first time, that can be kind of a strange and intimidating thing. And so we're always looking for ways. How do we, how do we make easier on ramps to getting engaged with a, with a gospel centered community? And and MOPS is just an easy on ramp because it, it speaks to a need they already have. And it speaks to a need that they feel right. I mean, nobody has a kid and goes, Oh yeah, I totally got this figured out from day one. Right. Right. Like from day one, they're like, what am I doing? And then as the kids get older, it gets more complicated. That feeling intensifies. And so you don't have to work to convince people, hey, you know, you, you probably need some help. You need some, you know, some community around this mom thing. Um, so it's just, a, it's just an easy on-ramp. And we've definitely seen a tremendous amount of outreach happen uh, because of, of, of MOPS. And then how about also using MOPS as a church growth strategy? How have you seen that play out? 
Yeah, I, I think absolutely. Again, as I said, what we need, I think, if we're going to grow the church, and again, we're, we're not looking to grow our church. We're looking to grow the church. We're looking right. to help people meet, know, and follow Jesus. Or in our language at Mission Hills, we're helping them become like Jesus and join him on mission. That That's the end goal. Uh, but you have to begin with meeting people where they are, right? And that's where these easy on-ramps become so important. And, you know, MOPS is absolutely one of those. I think it's partly it's it's one of those because it's so strategic, right? It's First off, it's it's reaching a group of people who know they have a need. So you don't have to spend a lot of time convincing them they have the need, right? And right. that's an excellent strategic move. And secondly, it's strategic because it's reaching a demographic that the church is not doing real well with right now. Uh, we're definitely, I mean, all, all the studies kind of indicate that the, the largest amount of disengagement is happening in that younger demographic, right? That, that's where we're seeing the rise of the nuns and people who don't associate with any religious group. Um, and so it's, it's, it's strategic in terms of you don't have to work really hard to convince them they need something of what you're offering. And it's strategic because you're reaching a group of people that's in some ways the hardest group to reach and then I think third too, it's also strategic because it, it's a long game, right? You know, we're, right. we're not we're not playing church to to win next year or ten years from now. It's no, we're we're it's a long game. It's it's what Simon Sinek calls the infinite game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when we take that long view, what we realize is that if we if we're helping moms to raise kids better, especially if we're helping moms to to know Jesus and then raise kids who know Jesus, then then that's a group of people who know Jesus who impact others who know Jesus, and so man, it's, it's strategic in the same way that student ministry is strategic. Mm-hmm. You're, you're impacting people at such a critical stage of their lives and you're helping them set the course for the rest of their, their life on earth and for eternity. And uh, the impact that they have multiplies out from that. So yeah, I actually absolutely think that MOPS is one a very significant outreach strategy for church growth because a church grows because we're helping people encounter Jesus, right? And MOPS does that. Yeah, absolutely. I always share with pastors, I had the privilege of serving on a church staff, happens to be your church staff. Yes, I um, miss you very much, but <laughs> thank you. We love what you do now. Um, but my calling has always been with these moms. And here's what I would see a mom would be invited in to mops, just come, come have coffee, come to mops. And then she might not even know Jesus personally, right. but through her encounter with these other moms and mentors, she comes to know Jesus. She's bringing her kids. Then all of a sudden we started seeing her husband come on Sunday morning with her. And then before you know it, they are the most active. They're giving not only financially, but giving as volunteers and giving back to the community. And so I just always say it was such a privilege for me to witness that transformation of a young mom that came in just kind of scared. Like you said, like, I don't know what I'm doing and who does, right? But then the confidence she gained and the fact that she would come to know Jesus, it, it just was always, um, I don't know, something that was very dear to my heart. And I'm really thankful the the role that the local church plays with these young moms that we send your way. Yeah, lots well, of privilege. Well, tell me, um, if you could talk to a pastor right now, Craig, what would you tell them if, if they said, hey, should we start a MOPS program or should we continue with the MOPS program because with COVID, we just don't know what, what we should be offering, what we shouldn't offer. What would you tell that pastor? Oh, I would tell them absolutely continue it or absolutely start it if you haven't already. Uh, for, for a number of the reasons we've already talked about, maybe if I'd add just a couple more to the conversation. Uh, honestly, just it, it's a lot of bang for the buck. 
Uh, in terms of, like, as we said, you know, it, it's reaching a group that doesn't usually get reached. You don't have to work hard to convince them they have a need um, and it doesn't cost that much. And so the amount of money invested in it is really disproportionately small compared to the impact that it has, okay. particularly with that demographic. And so, you know, that, that alone, I think, makes it worth paying some pretty serious attention to. Uh, for us, a couple of the things that matter a lot is it's a Bible driven curriculum and that's one of our core values as a church. And so MOPS is definitely Bible-driven. And even though people are coming in who don't necessarily know Jesus, they're beginning to encounter him through, through his word in a way that's honestly, it's very relatable and it's understandable. It's not overly churchy, which is something I'm always kind of on the lookout for. So I, I think that, you know, the fact that it's rooted in scripture gives me a lot of confidence in it as well. As I said, it's, it's clearly for them, which I think we have to, as a church, figure out how do we communicate that this is something that's for you. Um, it, it's also got a kind of an interesting tie in to me to like, even to like church service. I was just talking to one of our campus pastors this morning and, and there's an interesting thing that happens. We, we so often do different kinds of outreach events or programs, and there's no actual meaningful connection between what we do in the outreach and then what we do in a weekend service. And so it's not an easy on ramp. So for instance, like, and I, I've done these before, so, you know, I'm, I'm the guilty one here. Like we'll do a fall festival, right? we'll do a carnival and we'll give out candy and blah, blah, blah. And then we'll invite them to come back to church. And like, well, yeah, but are, are there going to be carnival games at church this weekend? No. Are you going to be giving candy? No. And I was thinking about it. It's a funny deal, right? Like, like we could, we could do a very successful outreach. We could, we could set up in the park and go, Hey, if you'll come to our, our park event, we'll give you a hundred bucks. We get a lot of people. And then you'd go, okay, well, you know, come to church on Sunday. They're like, are you going to be given a hundred bucks on church? No, there's no meaningful like mm -hmm. ramp right? There's no meaningful movement between the event itself. And, and we, you know, we can see that easily with like that, that financial example, but same thing is true with like a trunk or treat, going to give out candy or, or, you know, the carnival rides, whatever. And so we really need to figure out outreach where what we're doing in the outreach is giving to people outside the church, some stuff that's actually meaningfully connected to what we're giving mm. them in the church on Sundays or on, on the weekends as well, right? And so in MOPS, you're teaching them what the Bible has to say about being a good mom. And then it's easier for them to go, oh, and, you know, in, in service this weekend, they're going to be talking about, you know, what the Bible says about being a good person or living the life that God calls us to. And what does God teach us about this or that? So there's just a meaningful connection. Does that make sense? Oh, that's so good. That's yeah, it's so not good. A, it's, yeah. yeah, it's not a bait and switch kind of a thing. It's actually you're, you're doing outreach and giving something that's, there's a meaningful overlap to what you're going to give them on the weekend and they can see it. And I think that's really, really powerful. Um, yeah. And then I, I think maybe the last thing that I would say that I love about mops is it's relational and that's the big buzzword. Right. Um, but, but it's a buzzword because it's real. I mean, that's how we reach people. We, we build relationships with them. So it's relational, but, and this is what I love. It's also scalable. Yes. And that's the problem with relationships is, you know, you can only have so many relationships and then you just kind of max out. So you can't, you know, scalable basically means a, a minimal amount of more effort creates an exponential amount of more return. Right. Relationships are hard to get into a scalable model, but MOPS does it so well because you're equipping people, you know, who've gone through the program then to be table leaders. And so you're constantly recruiting those new, those new leaders. And so you're, you're actually continuing to have relationships but you're scaling that to more and more people very rapidly, honestly. And so from a strategic perspective, I think MOPS is something that's absolutely worth investing in. And, and then maybe I just lastly say this, one of our big things at Mission Hills is we're calling people to become like Jesus and join him on mission. Yeah. 
And because of that scalability, we just talked where you're recruiting new people. It's constantly giving people in the church opportunities, women in the church opportunities to actually lean in and, and be on mission with Jesus in a, in a yeah. safe environment. And they're taking those steps and that has huge payoffs, not just in mops, but, but in general, cause you got more and more people that are serving as the church and not just consuming the content of the church. Absolutely. Wow. Thank you. That was a great uh, insight into mops at mission Hills and the power. I think that a mops group can bring to these young moms to figure out who Christ is in their life how they can be a better, better mom. And then they, there's also leadership possibilities. So thank you for touching on that. I, um, I also want to just say, I think mops has this staying power that you will have in your church. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, when I was invited to mission Hills as a young mom, those are still my very best friends and it connected us relationally, uh, stronger to, to Christ to each other, to the friends that we made, and then also to this beautiful church community. And so to be on mission with Jesus, I think MOPS uh, helps the local church. And we're grateful for pastors like you who continue to pour into these young families. Uh, What a blessing and what a great opportunity to just share that with other pastors. So thank you for your time today. Um, I really appreciate it. It's been great to see you and thanks for sharing your wisdom with us. You're welcome. It's a privilege to partner with Mops and it's a privilege to be here, Sherry. So thanks for having me. 